Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. If you're listening to this podcast, you must recognize the value of asking questions. At Aramco, our questions help us engineer a better future. How can today's resources fuel our shared tomorrow? How can we deliver energy to a world that can't stop? How can we deliver one of the fuels of the future? How can we sow curiosity to harvest ingenuity? To learn more about how innovation drives us forward, visit aramco.com slash powered by how. Welcome to Mystery Bible. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host. We have been looking at the life of Joseph and again, we are using several sources, if you will, to paint a better picture of what's going on with these, uh, this young man's life. We're following him from when he was a young man. Now he is sold. He was, uh, beaten on his way. He was, uh, put in prison. He, all of these things. And so our last episode where we looked at, we saw the big celebration as to when and how he became the second in charge once he um, was able to give Pharaoh the information about his dreams and what it was all about. And we saw that celebration. We need, we see uh, this young man as he is beginning to become wealthy, if you will. And we talked about the blessing is still on his life and it begins to manifest in many ways. And we will begin to continue looking at him. We're using several sources uh, to gather information. And we have been using the book of Yasher. We've been using the Bible, of course. We are working, looking at the work of uh, Josephus. We're looking at the legend of the Jews. We're looking at several different uh, books other than that as well that I gather from my studies and uh, I bring that information and try to bring it globally to you guys so that you can have a better understanding of the situation and the context of the time that was going on. Again, this um, what I try to do is use the Bible as the basic uh, tenant and then we circle around there and grab outside information and I want to make sure to let you guys know we're not, I'm not here to change, um, God's, uh, uh, laws and his word and create other things. We're just getting a better understanding from, um, all the different sources that are out there. So we see that this guy, we talked about, uh, Joseph when, uh, the, uh, he was paraded around the people. We talked about, in the end of chapter 49 in the book of Yasher, when he gets this little army, it says in verse 43, and Joseph had an army that made war going out in hosts and troops to the number of 40,600 men capable of bearing arms to assist the king and Joseph against the enemy besides the king's officers and his servants and inhabitants of Egypt without number. And Joseph gave unto uh, his men, um, his mighty men, and to all of his hosts, shield and javelin and caps and coats and all of these different things that he gave to them. And so we are getting a better picture of this young man. And in the book of Yasher chapter 50, 
we are getting some more insight as to what was going on around the uh, at this time with uh, um, Joseph and his life and Pharaoh and all of these things. In the Bible, in Genesis chapter 41, we are looking at verses 37, talks about Joseph becoming the ruler, uh, all the way to verse 32, 42, sorry, that um, shows and began to talk about Joseph brothers coming back into town and buy to buy food. But we miss a lot of good stuff that um, was in and is within the pages of the book of Yasher that is also in the other uh, books that I mentioned to you as we began to read. So let's uh, start on the book of Yasher chapter 50 and we'll get some information out of there. There's actually 39 verses in there and so let's see if we can get through those. It talks about a war that is not mentioned in the Bible. And so we want to take a look and see what was going on around that time. At that time, the children of Tarnish came against the son of sons of Ishmael and made war with them. And the children of Tarnish spoiled the Is, uh, Ishmaelites for a long time. So we see that Ishmael's descendants were in some bondage, if you will, and um, by the children of the people of Tarnish. And the children of Ishmael were small in numbers in those days, and they could not prevail over the children of Tarnish, and they were sorely oppressed. And the uh, it says that the and the old man of uh, the Ish, Ishmaelites sent a record to the king of Egypt, saying, Send, I pray thee, unto thy servant, officers, and hosts to help us to fight against the children of Tarnish. For we have been consuming away for a long time. So there's the saying, you know, they've been in oppression for a while. And Pharaoh sent Joseph with the mighty men and hosts which were with him and also his mighty men from the king's house. So uh, the uh, Pharaoh sent some of his men along with Joseph's men. And Joseph now is going to go to war to deal with these guys. And they went to the land of Avila, the children of Ishmael, to assist them against the children of Tarshish. And the children of Ishmael um, fought with the children of Tarnish. And Joseph smote the uh, Tarnishites, and he shroud, subdued all their land. And the children of Ishmael dwelt therein unto this day. So Joseph came in, and the descendants of Ishmael, he, they um, uh, they were being oppressed. He subdued the people of Tarnish and gave them the land. So let's uh, continue to see what's, what's going on here. So the, it tells us that they have they dwell in that land until this day. And the land of Tarnish was subdued, and all the Tarnishites ran away and came on the border of their brethren, the children of Javan. And Joseph was with all of his mighty men and hosts returned to Egypt, not one man of them missing. So no one died in this scrimmage that they had. And the revolution of a year, in the second year of Joseph's reign over Egypt, the Lord, the Lord gave great plenty throughout the land for seven years, as Joseph had spoken. For the Lord blessed all the produce, uh, the produce of the earth in those days for seven years, and they ate and were greatly satisfied. 
And Joseph at that time had offices under him, and they collected all the food of the good years, and heaped corn year by year, and they placed it in a treasury of Joseph. So we're seeing this guy is collecting tremendous amount of wealth as a result. And uh, a couple of years ago, he was in prison, and we talked about how God created a plan to um, to bring him out. And we talked about how God is creating a plan for your life as well. So I just want to keep you guys and um, abreast that you think your life is a mess, but God is working behind the scenes as he did with this young man, Joseph. And so we see that he is promoted. He got a really good promotion. And the blessing that is in every single believer's life is manifesting. It's producing um, fruit, if you will. And we talked about what the blessing is in my eyes. The blessing is the grace of God and his protection. The grace of God, as we've talked about, is the divine influence upon the heart and the benefit that it brings to the believer. So this is God's job. He does that. And the protecting part, we see scriptures and we read scriptures all day long about God protecting us and protecting his people. He would tell us, fear not, don't worry about these people. I got your backing, basically. So I believe the blessing, that power that um, that uh, uh, was being, we've been watching it come through the lineage of this family that uh, um, the brothers were fighting over and destroyed their brotherhood. Their, their their relationship based on that particular one thing, and that is the blessing, because we saw what took place with um, his uh, uncles and uh, his dad and his, uh, his uncle. So here we go, and we're looking at what's happening here. So he's getting wealthy as a result. And he is uh, storing up all kinds of stuff. He has men. He's giving them all kinds of good stuff. And they are excited. They are uh, his um, uh, warriors. They are collecting stuff. And um, he is getting rich. And Joseph did according to this year by year for seven years. So um, it tells us that he gathered food. He commanded that they should bring the corn in the air and along with it some of the soil of the field that it should not spoil because remember there's a seven year of famine so he's bringing in the corn and he's bringing in some soil with it so that they can put it aside so that when this um, when this uh, uh, drought comes that is not going to destroy all of it so he is thinking ahead if you will because of the information that God had given to him so he's telling everyone to do the same and also all the inhabitants of Egypt gather all sorts of food in their stores in great abundance during the seven years but they did not do on, unto it as Joseph did so they followed part of the instruction that he had given to them. And so um, uh, we see that in verse 11, and it tells us that he, they did not do all the stuff. And it says, And all the food which Joseph and the Egyptians had gathered during the seven years of plenty was secured for the land in store for the seven years of famine for the support of the whole land. And the inhabitants of Egypt filled each man his store and his concealed place with corn to be for support during the famine. So everyone in, in Egypt 
is putting stuff away as instructed. They are not doing what he had instruct what he had what he's doing the additional piece, which was bringing the dirt to um, uh, so that he would not uh, have it spoiled, as it says within the book of Yasher. So let's continue looking at this young man and see what's happening. And so as um, the seven years of plenty throughout the land were at end, and the seven years of famine came after them, as Joseph had spoken, and the famine was throughout the land. And all the people of Egypt saw that the famine had commenced in the land of Egypt, and all the people of Egypt opened their store of corn, for the famine prevailed over them. And they found all the food that were in their stores full of vermin and not fit to eat. And the famine prevailed throughout the land, and all the inhabitants of Egypt came and cried before Pharaoh, for the famine was heavy upon them. So we see that their, everyone else's stuff, even though they followed or the direction, yet there was, uh, it was damaged, it was uneatable because of, um, uh, you know, vermins in there. And so let's take a look and see what happens to Joseph's stuff. As I mentioned to you, that um, blessing, I believe it is, that combination of God's grace and his protection. And I believe um, we will see that God protected his grain. And uh, he did that for a reason, because this young man took this situation and even became more um, wealthy as a result. So verse 20 it tells us that um, they came and they cried before um, Pharaoh. So verse 21, And they said to Pharaoh, Give us some food, men, um, your servants, and wherefore shall we die through hunger before your eyes, even we as and our little ones? And Pharaoh answered them, saying, And wherefore did you not, why are you crying unto me? Did not Joseph command that the corn should be laid up during the seven years of plenty? For the years of famine, and wherefore did you not hearken to his voice? So he's trying to say, what's your problem, basically? And so they began to explain to him what happened. And the people of Egypt answered the king, saying, As thy soul liveth our Lord, and our, your servants have done all that Joseph ordered. For their servants also gathered in all the produce of the land, of the field, during the seven years of plenty, and laid it in the storehouse unto this day. And when the famine prevailed over our servants, we opened our stores, and behold, all of our products, our produce, was filled with vermins, and was not fit for food. And when the king heard all that had befallen the inhabitants of Egypt, the king greatly was greatly afraid on account of the famine, and he was much terrified. And the king answered the people of Egypt, saying, Since all this happened unto you, go unto Joseph, do whatever he shall say unto you, transgress not his command. And so the king had uh, delegated all of this stuff to Joseph. He didn't, you know, know anything as to what was happening. And so his response was, hey, go and check it out. Uh, talk to the man I put in charge so that he will be able to address what you're going through. And so uh, the people now are coming to him. And listen and look at what this young man does. He's in his 30s right now. Um, he has two kids. Um, it tells us that um, uh, his wife was pregnant. He had two kids. And as a result of his two kids, 
which is in verses 14 and 15. It tells us that his wife and daughter, uh, she had given him two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, and Joseph was 34 years old when he begat them. And the lads grew up, and they went in his ways and in his instructions. They did not deviate from the way which their father taught them, either to the right or to the left. And the Lord was with the lads, and they grew up and had understanding and skills in all wisdom and in all their affair, all the affairs of government. And all the king's officers and his great men of the inhabitants of Egypt exalted the lads, and they brought up they were brought up amongst the king's children. And so that's the declaration as to his family and uh, his kids and who they are and what they were doing. So we see that um, the people came to Pharaoh. They made their um, complaint. He sends them to um, Joseph and he says, listen and do exactly what he says. And verse 26, And all the people of Egypt went forth and came unto Joseph and said unto him, Give us food, and wherefore shall we die before thee through hunger? For we gathered in our produce during the seven years as you did command, and we put it in store, and thus has befallen us. And when Joseph heard all the words of the people of Egypt and and what was befallen them, Joseph opened all of his stores of produce, and he sold it unto the people of Egypt. So he had, he turned his uh, produce, his storage, into a way by which he can make some additional money and um, some additional income. I want to tell to you guys about this. God will bless you in your journey, if you will, and in your life. And as you're moving through this um, this uh, plane that is called the earth. And he will uh, open ways by which you can become an entrepreneur like this guy in your promotion. Um, he wants to bless you beyond your job. Uh, you and I are just squatting at a job. But if you allow God to open your heart and seek his face so that he can show you how to step out and become an entrepreneur so that he can bless you even more. Um, but you have to be aware of those changes and when stuff happens and those opportunities when they arise. Because here's an opportunity that arise at this man. He could have given it to them. He could have laid it out in portion without charging anything. But he saw a business opportunity and he took full advantage of it and he began to do some things. And we'll see one of the reasons why he did this, why he implemented this plan, because he knew it would be uh, all over the the world of the time or the different um, areas. And he knew that one day his brothers would be coming. And so I want you to see how he did this and why he did it and the process by which he did it. It was brilliant. Uh, we see this young man moving in great wisdom as he is beginning to become wealthy as a result of the misfortune of all the Egyptians, even though they store their things. 
still, I, as I said to you, the blessing was with him. And so he began to open up his, his store and his produce, and he sold it to the Egyptian. And the famine prevailed throughout the land, and the famine was in all the countries. But in the land of Egypt, there was produce for sale. And all the inhabitants of Egypt came unto Joseph to buy corn, for the famine prevailed over them, and all their corn was spoiled. And Joseph daily sold it to all the people of Egypt. He's making a lot of money. And all the inhabitants of the land of Canaan and the Philistines and those beyond the Jordan and the children of the east and all the cities of the lands far and near heard that there was corn in Egypt. And they all came to Egypt to buy corn, for the famine prevailed over them. And Joseph opened the store of corn and placed offices over them, and they daily stood and sold to all that came. And Joseph knew that his brethren would come to Egypt to buy corn, for the famine prevailed throughout the earth. And Joseph commanded all his people that should cause, that should cause it to be pro proclaimed throughout the land of G Egypt, saying, so he sends out this uh, he sends out this statement, if you will, and he comes and the beauty, the wisdom in this is absolutely fascinating. Listen to this young man. It is the pleasure of the king of his second. This is what he is telling and sending out to his people um, and of their great men that any persons who wish to buy corn in Egypt shall not send his servant to Egypt to purchase, but his sons and also any Egyptian or Canaanite who shall come for any of the stores for buying corn in Egypt and shall go and sell it throughout the land. He shall die, for no one shall buy but for the support of his household. So he's telling those folks, there's no other business going on here besides me. You're, you know, you're not going to come and buy and then go and sell it somewhere. Why? Because there is a reason why he's doing this. And Joseph knew that his brothers also would come to Egypt to buy corn. And he knew that. And so he put out this uh, uh, statement to all the people on the land so that they would now come and access his stuff that he's going to set up. He wants the son because he knows that if he does this, his brother's going to have to show up. And so, and, um, so he knew that they were coming. And so he said, send out this, um, you know, proclamation as to what he wants. And so any, and any man leading two or three beasts shall die for a man shall only lead, uh, his own beast. So he's trying to prevent anyone from buying and selling outside of him. Is another brilliant piece because he's going to make all that money himself. And Joseph placed sentinels at the gates of Egypt um, and commanded them, saying, Any person who may come to buy corn, suffer him not to enter until his name and the name of his father and the name of his father's father to be written down. And whatever is written by day, send their names unto me in the evening 
that I may know their names. Brilliant. And Joseph placed officers throughout the land of Egypt, and he commanded them to do all of these things. But I'm sure this process is now going to slow down everything, but it is for his benefit as to what he wants to do and so that he can have this audience uh, with his brothers when it's time. So um, I know that some of you guys are having problems with family members and you guys are estranged, but um, God can orchestrate things that can cause you to come back to each other if that is your desire and you want that and you're praying for it. God is a God who can orchestrate anything. The Bible tells us, is there anything too difficult for him? And the answer is no. So he tells us that he holds every man's heart, every single man's heart on this planet. The Bible tells us is in the hand of my God and their hearts. He can, uh, he says he can move them like the streams of running waters to do whatever he will. And that is where grace comes in, the divine influence upon the heart, about all those people's heart, so that they can bring about God's desired outcome. So um, as we continue to see that he sets up this way by which he can track who's coming into his in, into Egypt so that he can find out when his brother's um, are here. And Joseph did all of these things and made these statues in order that he might know when his brothers should come to Egypt to buy corn. And Joseph's people caused it daily to be proclaimed in Egypt according to these words and the statues which Joseph had commanded. And all the inhabitants of the east and west country and all of the earth heard of the statutes and regulation which Joseph had enacted in Egypt. And the inhabitants of the extreme parts of the earth came and they brought corn in Egypt day after day. And then they went away. And all the officers of Egypt did as Joseph commanded. And all that came to Egypt to buy corn. The gatekeepers would write their names and their father's names and daily bring them in the evening before Joseph. So Joseph has set up a system by which he can track his brother's entrance into Egypt because we're seeing that this famine was pretty much worldwide and uh, everyone was coming from all directions uh, because he had seven years and he stored up his stuff. But in that seven years, we see that the people of Israel, um, of Egypt did the same thing. And yet every single person in Egypt, except for Joseph, his produce was saved. Everyone else was destroyed. That, guys, is something to talk about. So here we are in chapter 51, and we are now going to begin to see some of the, ch the things that will uh, come and cause these guys to meet at something. And Jacob afterwards heard that there were corn in Egypt, and he called unto his sons to go to Egypt to buy corn, for unto them also did the famine prevail. And he called unto his sons, saying, Behold, or look, guys, I hear that there is corn in Egypt, and all the people on the earth are going to purchase. Now, therefore, why will you show yourself satisfied before the whole earth? Go uh, also down to Egypt and buy us a little corn amongst those that come there, that we may not die. And the sons of Jacob hearkened to the voice of their father. 
And they rose up to go down to Egypt in order to buy corn amongst the rest that came to them. So here we have this family that God has been working with. We know that Jacob is a man of God. We know that um, he um, is uh, in the lineage of um, Abraham, which is passing through because the Bible the Bible tells us that God made a promise in Genesis. He said the seed of the woman, and so he had to keep a seed um, pure as he's walking through because. He, the seed of the woman, which was Mary, that uh, that was the promise that was coming, and that was Jesus Christ. And so we see that uh, these guys, they were struggling, even though God was with them. They were in a part of famine, and the Bible tells us that God says, even in the famine, he will provide, even in the, in the river, he will provide so that the water doesn't overflow. When we're in the, in the uh, furnace, the fire will not over, uh, burn us. All of these places, um, he gives us an example of him being a provider. And so he provided Egypt for them. And some I had a, a teaching a long time ago. I told people that our blessing is in Egypt and uh, we need to go get it instead of just sitting around waiting for God to give it to us uh, because he has given to us the grace. And um, uh, the Bible tells us that he has given to us the power to get wealth. And if you study the word, that means that power is the grace of God. So go get your wealth, guys. Um, just uh, uh, want to tell you, sideline if you wish. So here we are, we're seeing that um, Jacob is telling his sons now to get busy, get moving, go down to Egypt and to buy us some food so that we won't die. And the sons of Jacob hearkened to the voice of their father and they rose up to go down to Egypt in order to buy corn amongst the rest that came there. This must have been a busy, busy place. And Jacob, their father, commanded them, saying, When you come into the city, do not enter together in uh, in a gate on account of the inhabitants of the land. And the sons of Jacob went forth, and they went to Egypt. And the sons of Jacob did all as their father had commanded them. And Jacob did not send Benjamin, for he said, lest an accident might befall him on the road like his brother. And ten of Jacob's sons went forth. And whilst the sons of Jacob were going on the road, they uh, repented of what they had done to Joseph. So this is still eating at these guys, uh, what they had done to their brother. So we see that um, uh, even our actions, many of us, uh, our actions will haunt us, if you will, or eat at us uh, because of what we have done. And uh, it has been there for years. We see that this man now is 30-something years. He has two kids. And it tells us that his brothers are still in trauma. They're still in a state of um, pain as a result of what they had done to their brother, which they should be because, number one, they tossed him into a pit with snakes and scorpions. He didn't die. Number two, they sold him to a couple, um, to some people because they didn't want to kill him. When um, uh, their brother showed up, he says, no, we can't kill him. Uh, so they sold him, but they did not know that this was God's plan because he knew that this famine was coming. 
and he wanted to protect and to provide for his family and his people. And that's why I tell you guys, God will always provide because he is a provider. This is one of his names and one of his personality traits, if you will. It is who he is. He can't help it but provide for his people. Why can he not help it? Because he is a father, and any father desires to be a provider for their children. And so he is the same. He is a father, and a father that loves his children. And the Bible tells us all from the beginning to the end that he loves his kids, and he wants to provide for them. He would tell you and I, don't be afraid. Fear not. I got your back. My God shall supply all of your needs. He tells us, don't panic. Don't worry. Don't get distracted. I have I had a teaching where Jesus comes to Martha and Mary after he is hanging out and going to all his crusades. And he, uh, he comes to their house and Martha is busy. Um, the Bible tells us that she was distracted with all the preparations that needed to be done. And because she was distracted, she didn't know that the word was there. Mary, on the other hand, was, the Bible says, she was sitting uh, by Jesus, listening to what he was saying. And her focus was on the word. And God tells, Jesus said to, to Martha, when Martha comes complaining, and he said, she, he said to her, Martha, Martha, you are um, you are distracted, you are um, you're worried, and you're upset. And so uh, you and I need to come out from that space where we are distracted because it brings us to a different state. And so I want to encourage you that Jesus is a provision that was provided by God, and uh, the Holy Spirit was a provision that provided by God. Um, our redemption was a provision provided by God. All of these things he provided for you and I, the Bible tells us, before the foundation of the earth. So I want to uh, thank you guys for coming and following me. It's the beginning of a new year. Happy New Year to all of you. And this year of 2023, I uh, we are going to talk about the blessings. We're going to go into that. We're going to do prayer and all those different things as we walk through the Bible and learn more about what God has for you and I so that you and I can become effective and change this world. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode.